presents Assassin Next Door by Eve Longley, narrated by Rebecca Mitchell. Prologue Tick-tock. Time passed, sluggishly slow, probably because he remained all too aware of it. Calvin hated waiting. However, some things just couldn't be rushed. Who'd coined the phrase, kill it once, kill it right? Didn't matter. It still remained the motto he lived by. It wouldn't be much longer now. He knew the habits of his target. Every night, Theodore Robinson paid a visit to his office before going to bed. Mr. Robinson enjoyed smoking a fat stogie while browsing porn. The information came courtesy of the maid Calvin had bribed. A peek around the office confirmed it. The lingering smoky scent and the history on the laptop gave Mr. Robinson's vice away. Tonight, Calvin's target hosted a small party, just a few guests sharing conversation along with food and wine. So much wine. When Calvin arrived, slipping in through the back garden, the stone wall easy to scale and the guard dogs repelled by the aerosol-sprayed scent of a bear, the staff had begun to dim the lights in the house, bathing it in shadows. I like shadows. Some music still played in the main entertaining area, soft and slow strains, the kind meant to lull people, the kind meant to put a man to sleep. Calvin remained awake by eating from a tray he'd filched from the kitchen when backs were turned. The canapes being served were superb, some sort of crab cake with cheese. The wine, though, was a rather cheap offering. Not that it mattered. Calvin never drank on the job. While he chewed, Calvin catalogued the rather boring space in which he chose to wait. Mr. Robinson had old-style views on what an office should look like. Decorated in dark wood paneling, the room held bookcases full of pretentious leather-bound titles. A carpet of dark colors and thick weave hid the gleaming wood floor. Stuffy and overbearing, the room seemed a pompous attempt to appear wealthy. Personally, Calvin preferred a light and airy space for when he worked at home. At a creak outside the door, Calvin straightened from his slouch and readied himself. The door opened, and a rather corpulent man crossed the threshold. The long-awaited target flicked the light switch before shutting the door, sealing his fate. About time you got here, Calvin muttered, even as he struck. The sharp blow to the man's temple dropped him. The large man didn't rise, which meant Calvin had to wait again. While the fellow napped, Calvin set the stage, propping his target in a chair. Would it have killed you to hit the gym a little more? He grumbled as he handled the largesse of the man. Body propped in a chair, Calvin placed the gun he'd found in the desk drawer just out of reach. He would note he wore gloves— special gloves that wouldn't leave behind trace evidence of his presence. When the fellow stirred, Calvin was ready. He tapped his target on the cheek. Rise and shine, you tubby-ass buttercup. What the fuck? The guy slurred. Who the hell are you? One of these days, for shits and giggles, Calvin would totally reply and call himself death, but this was business, not playtime. I see someone doesn't wake in a pleasant mood. No wonder you're being divorced again. 
four wives now and counting, the guy really didn't learn. Most men would have stopped getting married by now. The alimony alone would have killed them. Except, funny thing, Theodore Robinson's exes always seemed to suffer fatal accidents a few months after the final papers had been signed. Foul play was suspected, but never proven. Someone's rich daddy didn't care about proof. His little girl was dead, and he wanted vengeance. I am that vengeance. Calvin almost smiled. He slapped the cheeks of the guy whose eyes drooped again. No more sleeping for you. We have things to discuss. The fellow stirred and batted feebly at Calvin's hands. Fuck you. I'm not talking to you. You'll regret this. Misplaced bravado. Why did God...